Hello, and welcome to the Weekly Watch podcast series. I'm John Briggs, Global Head of Death Strategy. This series helps you cut through the noise of global financial markets with a quick take on the upcoming trends to watch. Last week's Weekly Watch was squeezed between some important events, but this week we record just after the two most important events for this week, the US CPI report and the ECB meeting. The US CPI report was for the second month in a row stronger than expected, with the headline being a 5% year over year and core CPI at 3.8% year over year. Just in reference, that is compared to the Fed's 2% target, that's for core PC inflation, but you get the, get the point here that we are seeing a surge of inflation in the near term. However, a lot of it is due to transitory factors, and we think that the Fed is going to continue to claim that the recent surge is transitory. How long that the Fed can continue to claim it's transitory? Well, we'll see as we expect further strong inflation numbers into the summer. But for now, with the June Fed meeting next week, we think that they're going to continue to stick to message, which is that of a more dovish one rather than upset the apple cart until you actually get some of those more inflation numbers if they come to be. Um, as the summer progresses when it comes to inflation, and like I said, as we do expect to see strong inflation coming forward in the U.S., the markets might start to not allow them to get away with that for too long. So for now, while rates are stable and have even fallen lately as you know the market embraces this theme, we still see higher rates down the road, even if it is going to be a slow journey or potentially more backloaded towards the end of the summer and into the fall when the, we expect the Fed to signal some tapering. Now, as for the ECB, I have our chief European economist, Giovanni Zani, with us. And I want to do another near-term, long-term type approach to this today, Gio. Um, so for the near term, can you give us a quick run of the highlights of the meeting? Did you see anything that changes your outlook for European monetary policy for the next few months? Uh, so, I mean, the, uh, the highlights of the meetings uh, were that... Uh, Basically, they perfected the art of doing nothing because they just uh, took the statement from uh, last uh, meeting and the meeting before, and they basically reproduced that uh, word for word. And and frankly, if I look at the, the short term, uh, you know, outlook, uh, things are not going to change uh, for the summer. I don't think that even in September we will have a, a change at the meeting there because normally. This is a meeting where you have uh, big changes, again, projections, but the reality is that after that, we will have the um, strategy review of the ECB, which is expected in the autumn. And that's really the, the kind of uh, key development that then can move from the short term to the, to the longer term. So yeah, basically no, no new news as expected. They will continue to do uh, the taper, the, sorry, the, the rhythm of uh, purchases that we had before, and it's it's a dovish uh, it's a dovish indication, despite the fact that GDP projection were revised up and inflation projection were revised up again more for the short term, much less so for the medium to long term. Yeah, it seems like ECB is kind of going along with what um, you know our, our rate strategists in Europe are calling ball control, which is just going to be potentially you know keeping things slow and quiet in the markets for the summer. We'll, we'll see. We often say summers are going to be quiet, and no volatility, but something tends to always happen. seems like in August when everybody's on, on vacation. In any case, uh, longer term, any change to your views? Um, you know, listeners know that we've been more optimistic for the outlook probably than um, many on the street, but markets have still been pretty reluctant to embrace those views. Do you think there's any risk to this consensus over the long term? The consensus being that the ECB is going to be super slow to adjust policy and 
and even you know into it through the review as we look forward to the rest of the year, um, just even their dovish rhetoric. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's difficult to um, to to basically put out our, our our forecast related to what the ECB is doing for a reason is that we are more optimistic, as you said, we are still more optimistic, even though the ECB now has corrected higher uh, its uh, GDP and inflation projections. So we still think that inflation will be higher than what they say, and we think that the GDP will be higher than what they say. Having said that, the point of the strategy review is uh, to essentially embed some more dovishness in the reaction function. Because like for the, the Fed, there is some whiffs of uh, fate uh, strategy, some ideas that we have to be more symmetric. The fact that the inflation target has not been met for the past many, many years. And so, I mean, there is a disconnect between what we think will happen, and we're still quite uh, optimistic on, on this growth and this inflation higher and on, on what the, the ECB will do. So in a sense, um, we expect the realization of the growth and inflation forecast higher, uh, but we think that the market will still remain dovish, especially in, in, in for, for short-term rates. Um, for long-term rates, this will be reflected, we think. And so as, as probably know, the, on the strategy side, we still expect uh, positive 10-year rates uh, on the, in the boom space. Yeah, and that's, that's exactly where I was going to go. I mean, that combination of, you know, higher growth and in inflation, realized inflation, and a extremely dovish central bank, it won't lead to necessarily like a rate sell-off we saw in the first quarter in the U.S., but that sort of dynamic where you have higher inflation expectations lifting, you know, the long end of uh, interest rate curves in Europe. So, great. That's awesome. Thank you, Gio. Um, like I said, just quickly recapping to where I started, looking at, we do have the Federal Reserve meeting next week. It's the major event to look forward to, or I should say this coming week. We're recording this at the end end of uh, the last week. Um, and we do think the Fed will generally stick with the transitory view for inflation, um, growth, not just the U.S., but everywhere. You know, we, we remain optimistic, and we think that they remain optimistic also, with pro- but flag that progress still needs to be made. And that keeps us on our September timeline for when the Fed will more formally flag flag tapering. There is one thing that we expect, which is um, the Fed's dot plot, which is where members show their medium term interest rate views to show that more members see a hike in 2023 than before. Um, but this appears to be, you know, a consensus view. So, you know, I don't think the Fed meeting itself is going to be a major event, but you never know what can come out of these press conferences. Hopefully it'll be a little bit more exciting than uh, the ECB was this week. So that's it for this week. Thank you for joining and we'll speak next week. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Weekly Watch. Please subscribe to our channel to get future episodes. We also encourage you to explore more of our content on our website and other social media channels.